We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big Station on this Monday night. Took a little break, a little siesta, but we are back with another episode of Knicks Weekly presented by Manscaped. Episode 48, the All-Star Break Edition, man. We're going to recap the week that was for the New York Knicks. Talk about the disaster that was All-Star Weekend. And look ahead, man. Look ahead. Final 20 games of the season. And let's see where this team is, man. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Going to be a good one, man. Lock in. CP the franchise. Alex Otaros on the ones and twos. So to everybody in the chat once again. Knicks Weekly. Yeah, how you feeling, man? So funny. I'm good, bro. I'm just seeing James Abbott saying uh, in the chat, I miss Cam Reddish. <laughs> oh, man. What? What? We, we are we are not even two minutes into the show. Can't make it up. And we're, we're already missing Cam Reddish. Can't make it up. I mean, these people are not entertained. Are you not entertained in the chat? We just got Josh Hart going crazy off the bench. And guys missing, shout out to some from Brooklyn. Guys missing Cam Reddish, man. Shout out to some from Brooklyn uh, using the JD emoji with the hands down. Yeah, gotta, I like gotta that. Use, yeah. Gotta, gotta use the, the the Cam Hive, you know, president over there it, it, for the reaction. It's, I like it, it. it's very appropriate. Very appropriate. Absolutely. Uh, uh, how was your weekend, man? Chilling, man. You know, nothing too crazy, especially when you're watching this all-star break. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised it didn't bore me to death. So brutal, brutal. <laughs> we'll definitely, definitely. How are you doing this. though? How are you feeling? Um, good. How was your weekend? <laughs> good. Friday was a marathon, man. But um, hey, had... congrats, man. That was awesome. You're a natural on the fan. Appreciate. You did a great man. job at SNY. You're just all over the place, man. Yeah. Are you doing serious the next day? You all right? You, you ready to go? You recharge? You you refreshed? It's supposed to be a break, but you're yeah. out here working. Uh, you know. 20 million jobs. 20 million jobs, man. All I needed was one day. I'm good to go. But then we got a couple of days between between now and Friday, so I'll be recharged. Then I'll be at the Garden for uh for the Pelicans game. So looking okay. forward to that. And short week. You know what I'm saying? A little mm-hmm. short week. So, so yeah, we back, man. But uh now nah, Friday was great. It was it was a great experience uh doing the fan and then and then headed over to SNY later in the evening. And then Saturday we did the All-Star Saturday pre-show. On Sirius XM. So that was good. Solo Dolo. CP the franchise on there. Solo show. 
and and just a great experience overall. So looking forward to more. But let's get into these Knicks, man, because uh, you couldn't you couldn't have picked the worst time to go into a break with this team right now, sitting in a, in a nice spot, man. Thirty three and twenty seven, six games over five hundred, mm-hmm. sixth place in the East. Swept the week, beating the Jazz, beating the New Jersey Swamp Dragons, aka the New Jersey Nets. Let's go. Appreciate and that you gave uh you gave uh Evan uh the Swamp Dragon reference. Oh, of course, it. of course. Yeah, yeah. I was I was waiting for that one, man. You know, and we and, and that was a great thing. Opened up the show, uh just just annihilate him. So that was that was fun. That that was definitely fun. But um yeah, you know, you had you had two going away wins against mm-hmm. the Nets and the Jazz and a closeout win uh, I mean again I mean against the Nets and the Hawks and then a closeout win against the Jazz man. Well, mm-hmm. what were your takeaways from this week this past week? It was a good week, man. I mean, you're telling me that that's how the Knicks were going to go on a three-game winning streak. Josh Hart undefeated as a New York Knick. Uh team is surging at the right moment. You're going into the final act of the NBA season. Playoffs are getting close. You got 22 games left for the New York Knicks. And based on that performance, it's just encouraging. Op- yeah. Like optimistic going into the next this upcoming week. Got the Pelicans, right? So you got the Pelicans. You got the Wizards this week. Short week. But I'm looking for them to come out of this break still refreshed, ready to go, and continue that winning streak. Because you got to take it. You got to give payback to the Washington Wizards. Yeah. The Pelicans are down bad, man. All right, mm-hmm. they're down bad. I mean, they they don't have Zion Williamson. They got Brandon Ingram, but this team was once, you know, second place in the Western Conference. Now they're looking like a play-in team, and so you got you got to strike while the iron's hot. Continue that win streak. Get on five game. Get on a five-game winning streak. Continue to rise up the ranks. All right, you're on the heels of Brooklyn at this point. So if you really want to get that matchup between Cleveland, this is a, just a good week. To come out, continue that strong, strong performance that you had before going to the All Star break, and show what you're made of. You know, yeah, it's a good game. It's a good week to gain ground, as you said. It's definitely a good week to gain ground. One of my takeaways from last week was they scored a ton of points, man. One twenty six against the Jazz, one twenty four against the Knicks, one twenty two against the Hawks. And this is a team that averages one hundred and fourteen points on average 14th in the league and obviously a lot of that was was Julius and Jalen leading the way once again but solid bench contributions from Hart quickly yeah some good ones man Hartenstein you know mm-hmm. maybe not in the points category but certainly on the offensive glass which got these guys second opportunities so they got some good good scoring this week and and got the stops when they needed to man solid 3 and 0 this week can't complain, man. And, and the Josh Hart acquisition has just been as advertised. It, it's mm-hmm. just been as advertised. And and we, we switched it up a little bit this week because we're going with Josh Hart as a play of the week. Look, you, you could give it to Jalen Brunson damn near every week. Oh, yeah. But he, we got to talk about the impact that Josh Hart has had on this bench unit. 17 points per game this week. 62% shooting from the field, 64% from downtown. I thought that was even bigger, given the fact that he was coming in shooting 30% from downtown this season. He was solid, man, from beyond the arc, even in his debut game. 
64% from downtown on, on some healthy volume, man. On some healthy volume, man. And we mentioned his his ability to get the team going in transition. That was evident in every game. He made an impact there. Very tough, very physical. Got to the free throw line. So you got to be happy with, with what you see so far with Josh Hart because he's come in here and, and fit in seamlessly with this team. Absolutely seamlessly. So that's a great job by him. Three or four yeah. from the free throw line in both the Utah and the the Brooklyn game. Two or three from downtown against Utah. Four or six from downtown against Brooklyn. And three or five from downtown against the Hawks. Good. Yeah. I mean, the I want to see the three-point shooting stick around because that's what I'm curious about. You know, in that Josh Hart article I wrote for KnicksFanTV.com, I noted that when he gets more than four three-point attempts per game, it's actually not bad. He's shooting some like minimum like 34%. We saw like 37, 38% as a three-point shooter. This this time in Portland, he wasn't given the green light to shoot. You saw he was struggling. Only two attempts per game. Now, during these three games, he's averaging close to five attempts from three-point land. So I'd like to see that type of volume. You know Tom Thibodeau has given him the green white. As, as Josh Hart says, he's got the ultimate green white to rip it from three. So let's see his – hopefully his confidence continues because we're going to need the three-point shooting. Before we – you know, end of last week, last post game that we did, talked about how the Knicks are now uh, 17th. Like when you look mm-hmm. from the time frame – uh, what was it? I forget. I forget the time frame. I have to look. I have to look back. But they're now 17th. They're moving up the ranks in their three point shooting. They're starting to come around. So with that, I want to see the Knicks not only improve in that category because they're going to need it for the playoffs. But can Josh Hart add to that? Because if you have to guard this team from three, knowing that you have Brunson and Randall who can attack, and you know you like RJ who can get downhill, it just makes the game that much easier. Yeah, absolutely hit the nail on the head and as we talked about his transition game if you look at these numbers when he was with the Portland Trailblazers I mean he was in the 80th percentile in transition in points per possession they are four points better per 100 possessions while he was on the floor 94th percentile in, in points plus per possession plus 2.5 uh, in the 100th percentile in transition frequency, meaning 1% of the possession started with the transition play. He was in the 100th percentile. In points per play in transition, he was in the 93rd percentile. Mm. How many points did the team score per 100 transition plays? They were a plus 16.5 with Josh Hart on the floor. Off of live rebounds, he's in the 97th. He was in the 97th percentile with Portland. In, uh, in points plus per possession, 100 percentile again in frequency off of live rebounds. The percentage of the mm-hmm. team's live ball rebounds that led to a transition play, 10.9%. And then in the 98th percentile in uh, in points per play, they were 30 plus 32.8. The points that, that uh, Portland scored per 100 uh, transition plays that came off a of live rebound. Great numbers. Great numbers. Great numbers. So you, you're hoping he brings that effect to this team. You bring a Mitch back who Blockness is, is on his way back. He's working. We just saw some video of him working without the cast. 
That's mm-hmm. another person that can get those live rebounds for you and kick it out in transition. Hartenstein has been improving as well. So that that's going to add a nice, nice dimension to this team. Yeah. We're going to need Josh Hart to continue to attack and transition. That's something that's been lacking on this team. We're still in the 20, in the 20s when it comes to transition scoring. Uh, so with Josh Hart on this team, I'm looking to see if it will take a step up. Right now, when you're looking at points per game in transition, the Knicks are 23rd. And by the way, going just just side note, uh, for the three-point shooting, it was since January 1st, mm. since the Knicks are now ranked 17th in the league. So you can see that three-point shooting is coming around. But getting back to Josh Hart and his ability to drive transition scoring, like we're going to need all of that because this is where an area that the Knicks kind of struggle. Like we know we can do it. Like when we watch this team, it's the frequency that we want to see it. And for Josh Hart, a guy who can be a one-man show out in, out in the open space, who can finish through contact, you just need another guy like that. I mean, you see how helpful it is when you have RJ when he's shooting well, right? And mm-hmm. shout out to our guy, KFTD Luke, who just showed through the beginning of February, RJ shooting over 60% right now around the rim. And another guy like that in Josh Hart, who averages over 60% finishing around the rim on the season, that's just the pressure that Tom Thibodeau likes, man. Tom Thibodeau yeah. likes guards that gets downhill. He's talking about three-point shooting, looking for the corner, right? Just knock the, the shorter side for, for knocking down three-pointers. That's essential. This is why Josh Hart is what Tom Thibodeau wants, all right? This is why he's a Tom Thibodeau guy. He's going to play hard-nosed defense. He's going to shoot the three. He's going to attack out in transition. He's going to go downhill. It, it, you would think that Tom Thibodeau went to a lab to create this man. And I was like, this is who I want. So, and we also know that out in Minnesota, uh, I forget what podcast this was on. Josh Hart mentioned that. Josh Hart mentioned that uh, Thibodeau actually want, wanted him in the draft when he was out in Minnesota. So mm-hmm. we already know that there's been uh, a connection right there from Thibodeau's side. So, yeah. Just Tibbs, just, Tibbs loves him, man. Tibbs absolutely loves him. So, yeah. He, he's had a good week. I thought Josh Hart had a good weekend. Like guess like we said, we we could we could have gave this thing to to Jalen, even Julius. We're gonna give it to the new acquisition, Josh Hart, who's coming in here and giving this team a boost. Knicks three and zero this week, and he was a big big component off that Nick bench man, fitting in nicely. So we'll see what happens as, as we go forward. Knicks thirty three and twenty seven on the campaign. So to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP and Alex on the ones and twos. Shout out to. The Rhyme Animal, Chuck D, man. $10 Super Chats is better. JB got rest and sharpening the enemy on the dartboard mm. because the All-Star game was trash. It just shows a lot of these players don't want to get ugly outside of their brands, man. Stay tough. Let's go. Like Chuck said, man, brand, uh, brand skip ball is what they were playing last night. Brand <laughs> skip ball. <laughs> brand is that what that was? That's what that was, man. We're going to touch on that in a little bit. Oh, boy, oh, boy. We're going to touch on that in a little bit. Yeah, I got some thoughts. <laughs> good, 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 good. As we look at the schedule for this week, short week, obviously, Knicks pick things back up on Friday in D.C., nation's capital, against the Wizards, and then second night of the back-to-back, they are home against the Zion-less Pelicans, man. Zion-less Pelicans, so... As we said, it's a good opportunity to continue to gain ground. Pelican, uh, the, the Wizards have been reeling. So we should be able to, to 
play our A game and, and come away with the win there, you know, uh, and, and then come home against a Pelicans team that that's been reeling themselves. I mean, at one point they were at the top of the West, and now they're trying to find themselves and and uh, settle things down. No Zion, Zion re-aggravated the hamstring injury, unfortunately. So, those are two winnable games, man. Yeah, you hope that, and like I said, you hope they come back out of this break, feeling rested, ready to go. Shout out to Chuck, Chuck D. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to see a rested Jalen Brunson ready to go back and attack. Be like, oh, you don't think I'm an all star? Let me show you why I'm an all star. Yeah, you don't think I should be down there for this uh, layup line? <laughs> Let me show. Right, you. right. Do you think I couldn't have lasted in this layup line, man? Unreal. Call us up six five seven three eight three one five zero nine, or hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord. To get your thoughts in. Al, are the Knicks a top 10 team in the NBA? The power rankings by some Mm. of the national platforms are out for this week. The Athletic has the Knicks at 10. Zach Harper. Bleacher Report has the Knicks at 9. And CBS has the Knicks at 8. Woo! At 8. Are the Knicks a top 10 team in the NBA, man? Playing like it. Yeah. They've been playing like it. I mean, they mucked things up with their defense. We got two guys who are scoring very well right now in isolation. You look at Jalen Brunson. I know according to NBA stats, he's over the 80th percentile when it comes to scoring in ISO. I think for Randall, he's over the 60th, somewhere in the 60th percentile when scoring in isolation. And when you have those two guys who command double teams, sometimes even triple teams, that's tough. And when you have guys like Quentin Grimes, you know, uh, who can just attack on a drive and shoot the three ball, or you have someone like Mitchell Robinson who can clean up the rebounds, or you even have Emmanuel Quickly, who I feel like doesn't get enough praise because he should for how impactful he's been on this season. Really, and that's why I wrote the article. I think he's been the third unsung hero of this team. I know there's been some controversy when I published that article. People are like, Mitch? What about Mitch? Mitch really anchors the defense. And I'm like, yes, I hear that. Absolutely agree with that, uh, with anchoring the defense. And this is no shade to Mitch. Very important cog for what the Knicks do. But I think when you look at health, Quickly's only missed one game this season. All right. You want to talk about being a facilitator uh, for the second unit, shot creator. Doesn't matter which rotation, whether he's a starter, bench unit, the defense is just continuing to take another level. So you look at him, you look at all these guys that are just adding to this team. Yeah, I think they're a top 10 team in the way they compete. All right. Even RJ, for the, even though he's in another slump, even when he, before he got injured, his offense was coming around. It was starting to look good, averaging over 20 points per game. So this team, when everyone, when I feel like when everything's clicking, it hasn't all been clicking. We've been missing guys. You know, it's been a little sloppy here and there. But I think the fact that they are still six right now, yeah, you got to put them in the top 10. Yeah. How do I, you feel about it? I agree. I agree. I mean, if we if we look at this thing, we look at the East. Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Cavs. I say those are four. We're better than the Nets. We're better than Miami. Miami just picked up Kevin Love. Big deal. Better than the Hawks. Better than the Wizards. So, in the East, 
We're in top five. West, you have Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Clippers, Suns. I would say eleven. Hmm. I would I would say eleven. Well, and we're gonna see the Kings again. I'd say ten eleven. Ten eleven, I'm I'm good with. I think it depends on the day, right? Yeah. Like, how do you feel about the Kings? I mean, we got. I think we're on we're on par with the Kings. I think that's where it is, right? Yeah. That's that's the question of like who's ten right there. You know what I mean? Like, what's right. the day? I mean, I you know you got the Clippers getting Russell Westbrook too. So Clip, Clippers uh, are deep, man. They're definitely deep. They got Westbrook. They got Gordon. They got uh, who else did they get uh, at the trade deadline? They got Bones Highland. Yep, they did get Bones Highland. Yep. They got a deep squad. I mean, they've always had a deep squad. They've always yeah, had a deep squad. Can they do anything with it, man? That's the question. That's the question. And we'll find out next month on the back-to-back L.A. doubleheader. We shall find out. But I like I like 10. I think 10's a good number. Yeah, I'd probably put it at 10. I don't know about yeah. 8 and 9. I think yeah, ten eight, is like the eight solid is phase. a little eight is a little ambitious. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's look up CBS's thing. Where is CBS getting eight from? These are the same people that had quickly as a D plus in the draft, so they can't really be trusted. They're tr- they're trying to hype us up, man. They're trying yeah. to they're trying to course correct. You know, it's like uh, when you're in a relationship, you go from like you just had a bad experience with someone who's probably like too naggy to you. That's right. Now you gotta be someone who's a little too. To, you know, not on your not on your butt. Yeah. But you know, they just don't really care what you do. And that's that's not necessarily a good thing. But hey, they're just trying to course correct. Alright, let's see where we at here. So to everybody in the chat, once again hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Doing a little research here, see what's going on around the NBA. Uh are the Knicks a top ten team? Okay. So CBS has Celtics, Nuggets, Bucks, Sixers, Cavs. Do we agree with this? I think so. I think even though the Bucks Bucks are hot, man. Bucks yeah. are hot. Are they um, on a ten game winning streak? <laughs> yeah. Or I think I think it was even uh, it was even it's at twelve, I believe now. Oof. Almost positive. Let's let's go back and check. I think the Bucks are on a twelve game winning streak. Yeah. Yeah, it's a twelve game winning streak. Yeah, Bucks are on a twelve game winning streak. Okay, they got Sixers, Cavs, Grizzlies, Kings, then the Knicks. So they got the Knicks better than the Clippers, the mm. Nets, and the Suns. See, I can't, I mean, okay, if you want to put us on paper right now, better than the Suns just based on record and stuff. But, like, once KD comes back, there's no chance. If anything, I would look at the Cavs as the place where you could even say we're better than the Cavs. Technically, we're two and one on the Cavs. Are we two and one on the Cavs right now? Let's let's uh, let's check it out. Pretty sure we're two and one on the Cavs. So I know we lost the first one against the Cavs. We, we won the last two. You know, you we won correct. the first one was on the first on the first uh, eight game winning streak, and then the most recent one is when we lost Mitch. So technically, so, we own the tiebreaker on the Cavs. So technically, we're better. So maybe CBS is right. Maybe that's but they the ha- they got the Cavs. And they have the Cavs better than they have the Cavs at uh. At fifth. See, maybe, mm. maybe I don't know if they're looking at that, though, records, man. I don't know if they're really looking at no. this whole thing. No, uh, they're not they're not taking totality. that into consideration. So maybe even might be even a little better than ten. What are, what are we thinking in the chat, man? 
You know, we beat them without Mitch. That that is a fact. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. Got to think about that. Okay. Anything's possible. But I would say 10 is a good number. 10's a good number. Top 10 team. We're a top 10 team. It's better than we've been for most <laughs> better, of this yeah. time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Knicks are a top 10 team in the NBA, ladies and gentlemen. Who would have thought we got here at the beginning, at this point of the season? That's facts. Junior Caroma's in the building. What's good, Junior? Shout out to Greg Gardner. Greg from Connecticut says, hypothetically, say we beat the Cavs in the first round. Which top three seed is your preference to play in the second round? Okay, so Greg's talking spicy. He's feeling ambitious. Man's out the window. He's out the window already. It's a, it's a, it, we're on vacation this week for sports, and he's already out the window. Yeah. I love it. Definitely not the Celtics. I, we, I, I don't see us uh, beating them in seven seven game series. They, they they just got way too much firepower right now. Um, and they, and and their biggest strength is our biggest weakness, which is at the three point line. Plus the fact you know you tackle your two stars. I just think they have too much. Brogdon playing. I knew Brogdon was going to be great for them if he stayed healthy. He's been great for them, leading the league in three point percentage. Derek White has been killing it for them. Mm-hmm. Definitely not the Celtics. I would say the C's. I mean, I would say the I would say the Sixers. Sixers. I would say the Sixers. Sixers. I'm honestly not too worried about the Bucks either, just because Milton looks okay, but health for that team in the playoffs. Is so I see. I, but I think I think defensively, when you factor in Drew Holiday and Carter, I think that the could problem. be a problem. They are a problem. On top of that, who's checking Middleton at his size? Six seven, six eight. I don't see it. I think the bigger problem is Giannis. Well, I I, I mean that's a, that's an obvious we have no answer. You know what I'm saying? I'm just looking at the yeah, other I mean that that's I'm the looking, one that we really got to talk about. Right. Well, I it's such an obvious. I'm just looking at the other pieces that, you know, take them over the top. He's a given. We have no answer for that. We have no answer for that. But I'm just talking about on the other side of the ball, especially why they can they can limit us or take away our strengths. Because not Giannis can neutralize Julius pretty much by himself. And then you got the yeah. holiday Brunson factor. So I would yeah. I would I would go to Philly. I would look at Philly. Yeah, Phil Philly's a good one. I would look that at Philly. That team's always ready to crumble. James Harden, yeah. second round of the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, we're talking way we're getting way ahead of ourselves right now, but Yeah. Yeah. I I'd bank on James Harden not showing up in the playoffs more than anyone else. Right. So I, I would I would look at the Sixers if we if we were to be so lucky. But let, let's let's worry about winning a game in the playoffs first. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's <laughs> before we keep jumping <laughs> yeah. before we jump ahead. <laughs> yeah, before we jump ahead of ourselves, let, let's worry about winning a game or two. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're we're talking about jump, jumping off of skyscrapers at that point. Correct. Let's just stick with the windows. Let's right? just, let's just stick with the windows, man. Let's just stick with the windows. Salute so to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. CP and Alex on the ones and twos. Knicks Weekly presented by Manscaped. All right, let's talk a little bit about All Star Weekend, man. First oh, and foremost. You had the Rising Stars Challenge. Shout out to our guy, Q Dot, 
a.k.a. Quentin Grimes, a.k.a. the Young Rocket. 27 points in two games for Team Joakim Noah. They didn't win. They did not win the uh, the whole thing, but Quentin Grimes was back in his bag amongst his peers, man. I li- Number one, I like the Rising Stars Challenge way better than the regular game. Oh, that's way better than the yeah. All-Star game. Reg- the Rising They're Stars Challenge They're all- for years has been way better. They haven't stopped playing. The thing is- but the thing is that they're all young. They all want to make their mark in the league. So they're all hungry, right? Yeah. And so they just want to show, all right, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. And by the way, I like there's a, a shot of Quentin Grimes draining a three over who? None other than Scotty Barnes. So yeah, there you go. Hang that in the museum. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the Rising Stars game, man. It's way better than the regular game. And you get a, you know, you get a not, not a lot of the rising stars <laughs> in in this game man so shout out to grimes i didn't think the league respected him nearly enough in, in this game i guess if, if they would have talked about him that much man yeah no one talked about him no one talked about him and he was out there playing with jalen williams josh giddy jeremy sohan and i believe jabari smith jr on uh on Joachim noah's team so I like the concept of this game. It's not just rookies and sophomores. It's not just USA versus the world as they did in previous years. Now they got them all mixed up. They brought a G League team into there. So so Mac McClung was in there with his team. So it was nice. I, I like that. They have a yeah. nice little short tournament, man. Yeah. That's I like that. Yeah, I, I like that concept, bro. Definitely like that concept. I like that a lot. Um, I just thought the overall performance of that game was just a lot of fun to maintain. Yeah. I just want to know who thought, I just want to know if there was any thought like, you know, we're going to put the only Nick in this game on Joakim Noah's team. Because you know why? We got to yeah. remember, we got to remind Knicks fans that they paid this guy. <laughs> Every time you see Grimes, you see the coach, Joakim Noah. Oof. Yeah, so Grimes is good. Grimes is good. It's good to see him uh, out there getting activated and you make sure you, you you didn't forget that uh, he could shoot the ball. You know yeah, he looked free, man. He looked free while he was out there. He yeah, looked he like was he was play, having he was fun. Up on him, it's yeah. nice. Not, nice didn't, job. Didn't care. Yeah, like doesn't matter how close the defender was closing in. He was ready to shoot it, man. Let yeah. it rip. And that's just a dog mentality. I'd like to see that more from him. You know, when uh, we get back to it. Although I know he's just gonna. Go back to being the three and D guy that the team that the team needs, but I like to see him put the ball on the floor a little bit more, create for himself. I like that. I like I like watching him do that. Man, he's a little bit more freedom, in my opinion. Yeah, no question, man. Pull up, pull up was out on point. So shout out to Grimes, man. Hopefully he picks it up strong. You know, hopefully he picks it up strong to to finish out the season as, as we jump into the second half. I mean, because let, let's take a look at. Some of his stats as of late. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's take a look at some of Grimes' stats as of late. He definitely hasn't been shooting the ball all that well. No, he hasn't. Stats. And that's, it's actually pretty nice to see that he was shooting that well during All-Star. Maybe that's like a way to jumpstart him right. to get out of his slump. Right. Because he was hesitant, rushing driving when he should have been shooting, shooting yeah. when he should have been driving. You know, he, he looked like he was all frazzled out there. Maybe yeah. it's because of the opponents he had to face throughout the past couple of weeks. You know, you're playing against Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, no easy matchups, right? 
And when you see that many guys, see that many top tier athletes that you have to defend, that could kind of throw off your game, especially if you're a sophomore. And he didn't play a full NBA season last year. So hopefully this gives him some confidence after this game feels good. One of the top guys out there. Hopefully it gets him back on track. Yeah. Shout out Nick Cooper in the chat. Fight out super chat says if QDOT can bring the rising stars form into the rest of the season, ice cold. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. If he can, if he can pick it up a little bit, RJ, man, team team could 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 uh could, could make some noise. We, mm-hmm. we just need them to, to pick it up because right now Grimes in his last ten shooting twenty nine percent from downtown. So, got to pick it up. Got to pick it up. Way behind. He's way behind there. So hopefully he picks it up, man. So shout out to Q Dot for representing the orange and blue at. All-Star Weekend. Now, let's get to the good stuff, man. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to the good stuff, Al. Well, well on, one, on one note, let me okay. just say one thing about Quentin Grimes because even yeah. though he's been in a slump, mm-hmm. I don't want everyone to think that you know, because some fans are, are are still out on him and still mm-hmm. like, you know, because that's just how Knicks Nation goes. Like, if you're not doing doing well, yeah, you know, someone ready to throw you under the bus. Yeah, <laughs> quick, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. We all know that. Yeah. So, just want to give you the stat. Shout out to Knicks Film School. Tom Piccolo article dropped today. Mm-hmm. When it comes to clutch three point attempts, Grimes is nine for eighteen in clutch mm. three point attempts, shooting fifty percent. So okay. Just remember that. Even yep. though he's slumping, he's still taking shots late in games. 
that average is still pretty good. Mm -hmm. Just want to throw that out there. So it just takes time. Come back around. True, true indeed, man. True indeed. Okay. So Julius was in the three-point contest. That happened. That did happen. That did happen. Uh, he, he lost in the first round. He scored 13 points. Better now, than Kevin Herter. Better than Kevin Herter. Better than Kevin Herter. But no one wants to talk about that. Yes. Well, well, I'll say this. I'll say this. I, I said it on the show when I when I did series. What you realize, especially when you see Herter not even finish and Julie's not finish, is that it's not about how good or bad you are at shooting threes. Yes, that's part of it, especially in Julie's case. That's part of it. But with the three point contest, like it's endurance. You gotta have a strategy, and yep. you 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 have to be fast, and you gotta get into, into your rhythm fast. Yeah, that you that's that the did, thing. You saw for Tyler Hero too; he didn't even finish. Right, right. Or did Herder finish, or it was a Hero that didn't finish? Uh, hero didn't for, finish. I don't no, I don't remember if Herder finished. I don't okay. think he did finish. <laughs> Either way, all those guys were. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. And it, you hear like it's he, tough. He, even though you're listening to Reggie and all these guys, and it was just good war, man. Talking oh, about the hate man. for man, that was brutal. Ears were bleeding. Yes, but you hear, you're listening to you listen to him, Draymond, and everyone talk about it. And you need you talk about it. you need to have a strategy. Yeah, how are you gonna how are you gonna go about it? It's not a regular game where you're shooting threes, right? Right. This is right. not. This is not okay. You're putting up 25 attempts. Some are gonna be layups. Yeah. You know, some are gonna yeah. be out, out open transition. Yeah. This is 25 shots from three. Right. In right? two minutes. <laughs> you gotta put some, some shots, man. In 120 seconds. In 120 seconds. And you gotta cash all of them. So and, yeah, guys. To be fair to Julius, he only practiced once. He this was he was a late. Right. Late, I uh, yeah, I couldn't have like, seen him. What did you, you expect? Know, yeah. Honestly. In, in my in my opinion, the fact that he did better than Herder, and not too far from Hero, only on one practice, yeah, actually makes me think he could have probably done a little bit better if he had a little bit more time and if right. he wasn't just a late like a late like sub in. Yeah, exactly. But I expected Dame to take it, and 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 he did. Oh so, yeah. So that was a good job by him. So it just makes you think about Clay and Steph though, like when those guys are just ripping it, and you're like, wow. That's right. When uh. Uh, Ray Allen was doing it. Yep. Um, who else was some some dope ones back in the day? Obviously, Bird. Mm -hmm. You know, um, man, you had some good ones. Did Chris Mullen do it? I think he did do it. I, I think Chris Mullen. Did I, I gotta look that up. I think Chris Mullen did do it. Um, Chuck might know. Chuck Chuck might know off the rip. Did Chris Mullen do a three point contest? Almost positive. But anyway, okay, on to the dunk contest now. Oh, boy. So. I may have to leave for this one. <laughs> <laughs> on to the dunk contest, right? Now, you looked at the field, and it was just like, all right, this this thing is, is just going downhill every single year. You know, um, last great one was Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. Yep, and 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 it's it's just, but you know it it had been going downhill even before theirs, but yes. for some reason they were able to bring it back because they were both excellent dunkers. Like they had the style, they had the grace, they had the athleticism, 
that you know creativity. The, trips, the creativity they were both they also had the showmanship showmanship man. they had everything they took you know the the hang time everything they had everything it was a great great dunk contest so i'm looking at the field i'm like all right this looks like a disaster but anyway we'll watch <laughs> all right we'll watch so first and foremost the the commentary you had three of the biggest haters in oh, in, in Draymond, Kenny <sighs> Smith, and Reggie Miller. You know what I mean? Now, you're supposed to bring some optimism to what's already gonna be a pessimistic by the way, <laughs> view of this of this of this dunk contest. By the way, they did that for everybody but Jericho. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. They, they did that for everybody but Jericho. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, all right, this this is already uh, this is already terrible because the, the three of them are just are just it's just the haters' ball basically. You just listen to the haters' ball. So gross. so uh, I I was I was impressed with Trey Murphy Jr. I thought his dunks were good, consistent. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was consistent. He Very. didn't he didn't have all of the creativity of of McClung, and obviously he was a taller dude. But I I yes. thought he consistently he was good. I ex- I expected more from Kenyon Martin Jr. Yep. Obviously, Apple not fall far from the tree. He's a he's a great in game dunker. I expected him to do better. His problem was he 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 had he got all his dunks off after like two or three attempts. Once you miss the first one, you finished. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Difference. Yeah. Because that's the thing. You got to land it with the surprise. We you don't know You got to land it with the so surprise. If you get it on the first try, you're, it's, it's just a mind-blowing experience. Yes. You got to land it on the first try. After Anything after that, you 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 cut down in half how, how good it is. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. terms of how good it is. You cut down in half. So... So, okay. So, so that was him. He, he, he flamed out. He flopped out. Now Jericho. Oh man. Okay. Now we'll preface, get up and walk away. <laughs> we'll preface this by first and foremost saying that's our guy. You know what I'm saying? That is our that's guy. That's our guy. One hundred percent. We rock with the simulation. You know what I mean? So this is in no way a knock on the kid because number one, he's against all odds as a big man. Number two, in game dunker, he's incredible. And he yep. went out there to to represent. So we so we're gonna rock with Jericho Heavy on this. However, on his first attempt, he does like the Vince Carter, but with two hands and has his two elbows hanging in the rim. Mm-hmm. Which is it's it's cool to show off the vertical, but it's it's a dunk contest. Like you're not gonna wow the crowd. And like even 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 watching at home, it's a little more impressive. But if you're in the building watching that. You're going to get the reaction that you got. And nobody did anything. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody reacted to it. Literally. Nobody reacted to it. But the the other issue with the dunk, too, is that he went for the honey dip with both hands. And he he got one. But then you try to sneak the other one in. And it's like. Come on, man. Like, it's got to be seamless all the way through. That's right. That's right. So. So, but but the, the the problem was though, was that on the second one, he damn near did the same thing, and then he comes out with the with the letter, 
and he can't open the the envelope. So not only did nobody respond, but 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 the kid can't open the envelope. Uh, then he opens the envelope; it's ripped to show the fifty, and it was like, oh look, oh, look at Carmelo's reaction. I mean, he he's not the name you want to be bringing up at All Star, but Carmelo, his reaction was everybody like, oh man, bro, what was what what was that? <laughs> he did the same dunk, but worse. It was. Very cringeworthy. Oh, I'm glad that man. Jericho. I'm glad that Jericho sent out uh, what was like a, a real, not a real, but like uh, a story saying that he doesn't feel embarrassed. Oh yeah, embarrassed. Right I now. loved he's, it. I he's loved enjoying it. himself. He's, Wherever he's, island Jericho's he's on in right Jamaica now. right now. He's, he's sipping a, a, a Shirley Temple or something. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm not worried, man. I'm on the beach. He's you know he, he's chilling. He, he he's he's enjoying the vibes out yeah. there, the island yeah. life right now. Shout out to him. I like he's that. He's got the rose-colored glasses going <laughs> I like on. That. He's bossing up right now. Even Jericho went to the Bahamas <laughs> yeah, like, yo, exactly. no need to feel embarrassed for me. I'm not. <laughs> I love Look it. those glasses. I love it. That's a great flex right there. That's a great Absolutely. flex. Those glasses cost more than my rent probably. Yeah. Look, how, look how good he is. My man <laughs> said, oh, y'all yeah, staying in Salt Lake City? Okay, I'm out of here. My man went yeah. island hopping real quick before practice on oh, Thursday. He dipped. Out of there. <laughs> out of there. Done. First class flight, my man. The simulation is hitting the islands for a couple of days. Forget mm. the contest. But anyway, but the, back to the but contest. The letter, yes. the letter, man. That was just. I was like, what is it that going a, to say? But but but, bro, didn't he have a, a some some renowned dunk coach was talking all this stuff? Like, oh man, we got yeah. some stuff cooking and Grimes. Yeah, he is got like, a dunk Sims coach. Is, yeah, fire that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. How do you do the same one twice? Immediately. Fire that guy, man. Fire that guy. That dunk, when when Vince Carter even done that dunk, that wasn't even his... That wasn't even... It's his three best dunks of that All-Star, of that dunk yeah. contest. It was cool, but that's not a dunk to wow people. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're 6'10", and we already know you got the vertical. Like, right. We already know you got the vertical. Right. We get that. You did it first time. Okay, cool. If you got if you if you did it seamlessly with 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 both hands, cool. Right. But yeah. now you're gonna do that again? Uh it was a bad it was a bad one, man. And I'm Ooh, like I don't know why. It was a bad one. T- to me, and like I you know, I don't know the if, worst it, part, if I don't know if this is if this is physically possible or what. But to me, he should have done a free throw line joint because Sims has springs. Oh, yeah. He should have caught an alley. He should have caught a one-handed alley from the free throw line and yammed it. Bro, he would have won the contest off of that alone. He could have done it. I think he could have done it. I think he's he got could've the hang time. It. Yeah. He's got the hang time. He can, we've seen him levitate. Bro. Can you why? Why that? <laughs> you you had Julius in the audience. You had Grimes in the audience. I don't know if Grimes is still there. Oh, do you see Grimes' tweet? <laughs> Which one? The one before the dunk contest or after? He was, so he was talking, you know, you had a Mikhail Bridges. I think he was, Mikhail Bridges was hyping up Trey Murphy. And he's like, yeah. nah, Jericho. And then Mikhail Bridges sends like a LMFAO, like laughing, like, this is who you're repping on. And then Grimes retweets saying, no comment. <laughs> Yo, I, he needed this, he needed some help. Like he needed somebody to throw him an alley, man, and do some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Family show. He, he, he needed somebody <laughs> to throw him an alley or something, bro. You know, like it just Ugh. ah, it is what it is, man. The worst part, 
is the 50. Okay, stop. Don't pander. <laughs> Do not pander for pants. And he couldn't open the envelope. I said, oh, man. <laughs> and then he ripped it. Then they showed then Carl, he ripped it. They showed Carl Malone like, oh, man, I, I came outside for this. <laughs> oh, man. He shouldn't have been outside, period. But he's like, yo, I came outside for this. <laughs> oh, my Lord. My Lord, my Lord. But anyway, good good try by Sims. Good try, bro. Uh, and then Mac McClung, he was great. I thought Mac McClung was, was, he was. dope. All his dunks were crazy. I, I mean, I thought he was going to win it. But I did think KJ was going to be a sleeper on it. But Mac Mac McClung's done so dope. Yo, he's a showman. He was doing this stuff before he got even went That's to right. Georgetown, before he went to college, whatever. Um, before he what was he transferred over to Texas? Yeah. After Georgetown, so like he was doing this. Texas you Tech. Know, I was watching highlights. It, he's a, that's that showmanship. That's good. notice how he knocked down every single dunk attempt that he wanted on the first try. That you have to. It's that's only, how it's you do. Necessary. That's how you do it. And I and I said like as soon as I saw I think either the first or second one I was like just give the trophy to Mac because yeah. it's great. Trey Murphy had solid dunks as you said. He's taller though he's six nine six ten so I'm expecting you to get up there. I'm gonna need a little bit more creativity. You know they were solid. The showmanship yeah. was okay. Mac McClung, my goodness. The one the one where he where he uh did the behind the back double pump. Where he oh caught it all off the dude's hands. That was fire. Yeah. I thought that was dope. He he caught some serious hang time off of that one. And did the double pump mm-hmm. in midair. That was hard. And his head was almost going to hit the rim. Yeah. Yeah. That that was hard. That was hard. He's got bunnies. Yeah. He he definitely does, man. And then, the uh, yeah, this one here where he leapfrogs over two people. Bangs it off the backboard. Yes. And then slams it backwards. That was fire. I never that no one do, did that before. No. No one has ever done that. No. And then the last one, whether you want to call it a a, a 540 or 4 425, whatever it was, that was fire too, bro. He killed yeah. it. He killed it. Knocked so down every single one. I every single dunk that I saw, I was like, yo. Yeah. Yo, like sitting on yeah. the couch, like, okay. And then you have everybody saying, like, he saved the dunk competition. <laughs> he did this. He did that. Yo, shout out to Mac McClung. This is no hate. Yeah, no hate yeah. to Mac McClung. None whatsoever. Yeah. Dude deserves it. All right. There's a whole thing where, like, I think they showed all of his career earnings was like $100,000, $106,000 up until this point. And then from the dunk competition, he got hundred k. Shout nice. out to the dude for doing his thing. Yeah, well, well deserved, to- man. He, he's on his Absolutely. journey. He's on his grind. He's trying to make it. He, he's he's trying to find himself with Philadelphia now. We'll see what happens. Yeah. He was with the Lakers. He, he tried with Golden State. He he was one of those early overtime sensations. Remember in high school, he was chopping everybody yep. up, and so his star was was established early. But he, he's he's on a grind right now. Definitely on a but, grind. So it was good to see him shine on a big stage. But to say that he saved the dunk competition, well, I I the, can't I can't. The bar is very saved- low. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the, the thing. Is it is low. very low. He saved the night because yeah. out of everybody else, I was like, "Yikes! Yeah. This is this is going to be lack." Everyone's like trying double attempts. Right. Uh, everyone's you know all this stuff. But to say that he saved, what does that say about the NBA? Where you have to go now to the G League to get this guy on a two way, yeah, to then get him to it, perform. It's, it's saying they need to bring people off the street. You got to bring people off the street. 
or open it up to the G League, whatever it is, because. Or what was what did you do to turn everybody away from getting into the dunk competition? Right, right, right. Because who was it? Did Aaron Gordon lose to uh, who did he lose to the second time? Well, maybe it was even the third time. Um, was it who's the guy? Uh, what's his name on? Uh, let me look at the. Let me look at. The oh, he lost. He lost to Derek Jones. Derek Jones. That's yeah. the one. Derek Jones should not have won that competition. Yeah, and even even everyone's reaction after that one's like, really? You giving it to Derek Jones? We just saw like fifty after fifty after fifty after fifty like type of performance from Aaron Gordon, and you're giving it to Derek Jones? Yeah, that that I think that turned people away. Where you see judges are like, come on now, are you being fair? So it's like now you kind of rooted. Now you gotta go to the Duke. So I don't think they Matt McClung saved the night, but he did not save. The, the dunk competition moving forward. Nah, it, it's still on its way. It's still on, on life support. It was good to see Harold Miner there, though. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Harold Miner out at any, any NBA event. And so it was good to, for them to find him wherever he's at and bring him back. It was the... I forgot how long ago, but he won that the last dunk contest that was in Utah. So that was nice. Nice to see Harold Miner back, back in the mix. And and being being recognized, you know, that mm-hmm. that was nice because, you know, NBA, yeah, you have your stars, but then you have your your guys that when you when you watch the game back in the day, like they were still popular. You know what I mean? Like the Harold Miners, the Isaiah Riders. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Th- those guys. It's, it's good to see those guys back into the mix. Um, now on to this game. So. I watch the game nowadays just as a habit, right? It's tradition. As a kid, you look forward to it. As a kid, they were actually good games. <laughs> they were great games. Your guy was in it. Ewing was always in it. He was on Jordan's team. You had the best of the best. East versus West. Mm-hmm. Isaiah. You had Magic. You had Shaq and Penny later on. Scotty was always in the mix. Drexler. Like the great days. And then later on you had, I mean, the 2001 All-Star in, in, in D.C. You had Kobe. Kobe and Marbury shooting the fair one. A.I. and Marbury bringing the East back in. Vince Carter on the East. Sprewell and Houston were in that game. Matumbo for the East. Jason Kidd. Garnett. I mean, but they were playing hard, man. Those were great, great games. Even the later ones, man, when Kobe and, you know, MJ's last one. Those are great games, man. And now, which I'm, I'm watching this game in the first quarter, bro. I'm like, first off, the, the Giannis thing was like such a slap in the face. Oh, my God. Because my guy, my guy, Jalen Brunson is at home cooking the league. All right. 30 points uh, in his last 20 games. Cooking the league. Giannis comes in, hand bandaged up. They tip the ball off. They give him the ball. Everybody cleared. They they part the Red Sea for him. I don't. What was the point? What was the point of this? Was he like? Was it? Was there like a? a, a I, was there a fundraiser he was doing some charity thing? Like what was the point of the Greek free coming in with a busted wrist to dunk the ball and then sit out the rest of the game? I have no idea. T- TM, where are you at, man? I need to know what was what was the spread <laughs> on getting Giannis points? Yeah, to start off this game. I don't. I need, I, 
I need to know. I did not understand for the life of me what was the point of Giannis doing that. You wasted an entire spot and somebody who could have played in this game, who may have wanted to play in the game. Yeah. A complete waste of time, bro. Waste of time. Literally wasted somebody's spot for one dunk. That was crazy. And then, you know, LeBron's out there. He's chucking everything up from half court. And, you know, the one off the alley, the alley, the, the self alley was great. That was nice. Yeah, Jason cool. Tatum did it on the other side. But I'm watching this game and I'm watching these rosters. And I'm looking at the collection of talent on the court. And I'm just like, bro, if they would have played hard, this game could be spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. And it's just guy drives in the lane and there's nobody there. Everybody's running and running back on the other court to go get the outlet to, so they could go dunk. You know what's even more disgraceful? The fact this is how you know the NBA knows that this is like no one's taking it that seriously. You're interviewing Luka Doncic. <laughs> Who's wrong? As he's on the court. And he's on the court. I said, oh, he's nah. playing a game. Yeah. He's legitimately playing a game and they're like asking him questions like, so Luka, did you watch the All Star game growing up? And yeah. He's like, no, I did not. <laughs> no, no. Hey, pass me the ball. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Right? Like, what is going on? This is this is what, like watching this game, man. It is. I I had to change the channel. I'm not gonna lie. I was like flipping between things. I couldn't watch the entire thing. It was. I came back for the fourth, you know. and I was like, all right. I mean, look. You even saw LeBron. He he caught his pinky on the rim. He's like, all right. He's done for the night. He's not coming back in. Like crazy, bro. Crazy. Yeah, I got to do what you said. Expand to fifteen. Get guys in there who want to play, or or you switch this entire thing up. Go back to the east and west. Stop with this drafting stuff, okay? See, get, I, get, I like the draft. I like the draft. I want, here's here's where I'm going with it. Go back to the east and west. Make this game worth something if you want them to compete. Give a home court advantage like they do they in should, baseball. They should like baseball. Yeah, use they that. Should. Go back to the east and west. Have them compete. You win, you get home court advantage. Go get some, go make this thing entertaining. All right. I don't want to even I don't even want to hear like, oh, well, you know, what if they get injured today? Well, what if you get injured tomorrow for the later for yeah. the latter half of the of the season? Okay. Like you can get injured anywhere. We've seen John Wall got injured in his own home. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, like, okay, you go hard in off season for practices and whatnot. You're telling me you can't for one game go like 50. It's crazy. 75%. Crazy. Come man. on. The collection of talent on that court, it was an embarrassment, bro. They could have had a classic, classic game with the collection of talent on that court. Even if LeBron and and, and Giannis weren't playing. They could have had a classic, classic game. And it, it's just unfortunate, man. Um, but I don't I like the draft because I like to see different teams, you know, mix it up every year. I have no idea. I missed the whole draft. So I got home, I turned it on, and I see that LeBron has Jokic and Bede and Luka Doncic and Kyrie on one team. <laughs> this is, I think this is, I don't know what Giannis is doing out there, bro. I don't know what Giannis is doing, but I don't know how LeBron ended up with Kyrie, uh, Jokic, Embiid. You got the two MVP candidates, or two two of a, of a couple, the stadiums out there. And you had Luka Doncic on there. That's crazy. You had three MVP candidates. That's really kind of why I just don't want to see the draft anymore. Because I'm like, all right, well, LeBron's going to be here. You know, he's going to be like, all right, you, I know you. And Giannis and everybody else is just kind of like, eh, I don't know who I want. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Giannis is just trying to be different just because. Just but uh, 
Uh, that was weird, but I mean, his team obviously ended up winning. So just solidify, we could just solidify that LeBron chose Kyrie. We know Kyrie's not going to be a Dallas Maverick next season. Yeah, he's going to the Lakers. It's done. Yeah, you know they 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 embraced. They did everything. You know it it is it's whatever. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Write it up. Write it up. So um. So okay, so I'm past the point where the game is a joke. So now I'm like, okay, let me wait for Julius to get in and let's see what Julius mm-hmm. is gonna do. Yep. They didn't even pass it to Julius, man. They froze out Julius. Twice. Second time they've done this, man. They froze out number 30. So once I saw that, man, I packed it up. I was like, yo, I'm getting out of here, man. I turned it off, caught it back up in the fourth quarter, and they literally didn't play hard until about the final three minutes. The 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 one the one cool part about the game was when was was when Tatum and Brown was going one on one. That was yeah. the best part. Yep. And I was like, wow, look at this. Competitive basketball. This is fun. Teammate versus teammate. That's why I kind of like the draft. Mm-hmm. I get that. That was the best part. I get that aspect of it. I think it's cool, but the fact that no one's really competing, it's just like you either like either get rid of this game and figure out like a new standard. Maybe you do what you do for the rising stars, right? You break all these guys up and have like a little tournament style to see who wins. Maybe yeah. that maybe that could do something. But I don't know. After after this All Star, it, it just shows that they have to do something to get the spark going for all these guys to Terrible. be engaged in this game because look, man, ratings are down for this for watching the All-Star game. So I'm trying to look at the numbers right now. I heard it. I think it was a, a massive drop too. So you gotta figure out, man. A lot of people just kind of tune this game out because I- it is. Like I, yeah. I like I said, I was flipping between channels. Like I wanted like you saw Randall come in. I was like, oh look at that. He's on some bonus. And I'm like, well, we're not going to see the Randall Sabonis matchup that we all wanted, but okay, cool. Right. Let's just watch half-court three-point attempts. No one's guarding anyone. Everyone's going to the lane, attacking, getting their dunks, getting the layups. It is what it is, man. Well, it my is my is. thing is, if these guys aren't doing anything in this, how what do they expect when these in-season tournaments uh, come into play? What are they really going to expect with, with uh, the, the Little Caesars Cup between the Knicks... And the Washington Wizards. Like, is anybody really going to care about that? Except for I'm us, I'm mad that right? you actually said Little Caesars. <laughs> Whatever it is. The Manscaped.com Cup. That's better. Yeah. Promo code no free KFTV. Publicity. No free publicity yeah, for no a pizza shop. Right? Okay. We're New Yorkers, man. We're, right. we're not, we shouldn't even be eating that. <laughs> for, for trash pizza. That's for the Pistons. Uh, that's for the Pistons and uh, Bulls. Uh, over here, they're, they're playing the Manscaped Cup between uh, the Knicks and the Wizards. Free lawnmower 4.0s for the winners. No testimonials. Use promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. That's crazy. They were dropping that ad too during the game? Yeah. <laughs> My guy Akram Omar says, at least Julius didn't pick, get picked last. That's a plus. That's a win. That is a plus. Yeah, that's yep. a win. He got to play with the guys he wanted to play with, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Luke and Luke LeBron. LeBron. And, 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 uh, <laughs> and, and they didn't pass it to him. <laughs> Yo, this game was a joke. But shout out to Jalen Brown for calling it out, though. I like him. You know, he's he's a real stand-up guy. Not mm-hmm. afraid to speak his mind. And he called he called it like he saw it, man. Straight trash. Straight trash. Mike Malone, same thing. Here yep. is uh let, let, let's let's hear from Jalen Brown on uh on his thoughts on this game. 
This is Jalen Brown, man. The masked man. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. The mask didn't seem to bother you at all. It, it, it looked um, like it was fine. I mean, it took a little bit to get adjusted. You know, at times I got a little bit more comfortable towards the second half. But you know, all's all's fun. Games like this, real basketball is different. You know, this was like I don't even. This was like a layup line. <laughs> like I don't know how much how much notoriety or, or he would want to get from this. It was just a glorified layup line. But you know, we got to figure out how to make maybe the game a little bit more competitive. But if the fans like it, that's all that matters. Hmm? He says a glorified layup line. It's like I put my mask on for this. <laughs> Come on, I could have stayed home. I could have stayed home, man. Chilled. Didn't have to come down here. Didn't have to go out to Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, man. And people are killing Salt Lake City, man. <laughs> Shaq said, I never ate room service <laughs> so much in my life. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's why people are like, yo, you coming up to All-Stars? Like, hell no. No, sir. I'm good. You don't want to be out there, CP? Not a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping like the next three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skipping like the next three, man. I'm, I'm good. I wasn't interested in Cleveland. Not interested in Salt Lake City, Indiana. I'm good. No offense to anybody that lives out there. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I take it back to like New Orleans, man. New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. Have it back in the Mecca. Come on, man. Yeah. I wasn't, want I wasn't really feeling the last one out here. I was really... It's got to be... Chicago was good. I thought Chicago was great. Chicago's an awesome city. Yeah, I thought Chicago... Even though it was crazy, it was cold as hell. It was crazy. And that was like the beginnings of COVID. The early, early beginnings mm-hmm. of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, But Chicago was great. It's usually good though, like like in a city where everything is kind of like, where a lot of the things are centrally located. You know what I mean? It's That's usually why New Orleans is fun, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's usually good in areas like that where you don't have to go too too far to experience some of the events. But LA seems like it would be a nightmare. LA was cool. I went to LA in um. Uh, what year did I go to the LA one? Uh, was it 2013? I went to two in H-Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, one LA, one Chicago, New York. Um, I think it was 20, I forgot, I think it was like 2013. Yeah, I think it was 2013. One of those. Somebody said Vegas. <laughs> I don't know if they're ever going back to Vegas. <laughs> I, I think I think like they, summer league is yeah right 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 I think they would intentionally skip it over Vegas. They said nobody. That one was was crazy. Portland's still waiting. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. DC would be a good one. I think DC would be. DC a great, would be fun. Yeah, DC would be a good location for sure. DC, DC would be fun. Yeah. Uh, where else? Atlanta would be fun. Yeah, they've had him there. They, mm-hmm. they they've definitely had him there. Well, um, trying to think. Disney World, interesting. Or, Orlando, well, Orlando hasn't had one in a little while. What do you think about Toronto? I, great city. Love Toronto. Toronto would it be Toronto. too cold. Would it be too cold? It, yeah, I mean, depends on the weather. Um, depends on the weather, but Toronto's Toronto would be a great option. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Toronto's top five. 
Minnesota. No, thank you. Pass on that. How about Denver? I never been. Never been, but I'm I'm sure it'd be better than Salt Salt Lake City, man. <laughs> oh man, brutal. Fat Joe said there was only there was only like one restaurant open after the game. Crazy. Was that the place that Jordan got sick having pizza? <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> might have been, man. Uh Jay from East New York. Jay, if you're on the Discord, man, go ahead and uh uh tune in, chop it in. I'll meet your mic. I'm here. Y'all can hear me? Yep, loud and clear. What's good, bro? All right. So just a few quick, you know, tidbits. Um, Quinn Grimes, he definitely showed out, and I hope that this carries over into the season. Mm-hmm. I feel like he just played with freedom. Like, you can tell he yeah. was just playing basketball and having fun, and I think, like, the coaching staff and Tibbs, they kind of need to, like, they need to see that. Like, I, you, you can tell Tibbs is a hard coach, obviously. So, like... They just kind of got to get back to having fun a little bit, and I think Grimes is going to be okay. I don't get caught up in the, him getting benched, and I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I think he's still going to be a key cog for the team going forward. He just got to get his confidence right and have a little bit of fun. Um, the three-point contest, I'm not going to lie. I kind of I expected Randall to do a little bit better. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm just, you know, high on my Knicks, but mm-hmm. that – yeah, he he could have he he did okay. I, he got out of there in the first round. But um, as far as the All Star game goes, one thing that stood out to me is like I didn't really get the vibe of yeah, the competitiveness just wasn't like you could tell there was like a male den performance, and mm-hmm. it it really wasn't a good watch. I kind of just went to watch BMF after the second quarter. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I just had to switch. I couldn't do it no more. Real talk, but, bro. You know, yeah, they could have got my boy Brunson in there, man. Yeah. Giannis was in there in two seconds. That was terrible. That was I embarrassing, like bro. I think the NBA messed up big time with that. It should never be a, a, a guy just play for two seconds and then he's out the game. Right. Like, come on, man. You could have gave us more than that. Bro, there's a guy at home that could, that, that could have earned an extra million dollars. Agree, agree. But, you know, it's, it's the All-Star Weekend. I personally feel like they need to revamp it, like, especially, like, the, the, the skills challenges and stuff. Oh Maybe they God. should have, like, an All-Star play-in. Let Brunson play somebody one-on-one for their yeah. spot or something. I don't know. <laughs> they need to do it. They need to do a one. Get rid of the skills challenge, man. That, that is straight trash. Dude, Nasty. you, you start it with the, with the dunk contest, do the, th- the three-point contest, and end it with a one-on-one. One on one with with the mm. snubs, shoot the fair one in a kumite round robin style, double <laughs> elimination, eight players. That's it. One on one, guarantee you the ratings will go through the roof. One on one for a million dollars, king of the court. Yeah, yes, king of the court, absolutely, king of the court. One on one for a million dollars. You don't even have to be an all star to play. Anybody can play. Anybody, you know what I mean. Yeah, let's, absolutely. Let's, Skills let's say my guy whack, Jamal man. Crawford want to come out retirement and 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 play. That'd be fire, bro. One hundred percent. The skills challenges are so whack. It's terrible, bro. It, it it's the skills challenge is on the same level as like when you go to MSG and they have like the little kids doing the relay. You know they got to wear the, the big jersey, the the big shoes, and, and run through the hula hoops. <laughs> That's like what the skills count. You know what I'm saying? The little halftime yeah. entertainment, the timeout entertainment. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, no, nah, the skills challenge just needs to be wiped. Like, good ward, man. Terrible. That is pulling teeth. That is pulling teeth. Terrible. And the thing is, like, if you if you for, even forget, so you say you Google and you want to know, like, what time is everything starting? They pull, like, dunk competition at 8 o'clock. And I'm like, yeah. ain't no way the dunk top competition started at 8. That is a skills challenge. After the, after the, I felt like every intro, everyone had to talk for, like, what felt like forever before yeah. we even got to anything going. Yeah. But yeah. that's another story. So they got to do an intro on the intro on the intro, and then they got to go to commercial. Yeah, absolutely. And then you get, then you get to the skills challenge. I'm like, Oh my goodness gracious. Why are we watching this? Why do I care that you're going to be weaving in and out of like (laughs) glorified traffic cones? Now you're going to miss a floater. Nah, man. You're going to miss a floater. Then you're going to miss your threes. Unless you do make them. Then run all the way back for a layup, and you got to pass it to the next guy. They, they they might as well just have the racing dogs. They might as well just have the racing dogs, bro. Throw 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 one of them hot dog get dogs in a jersey. Get Panda out there, man. <laughs> what do you do her thing? What do you do her thing? All right. Get the lady with the with the bulls and the tricycle, man. Yeah. I'd watch Can that. We, let's do that. I watch that. Get get the lady with the tricycle with the bulls, man. Much better. That's much better entertainment. <laughs> look, man. And if you yeah. don't think so, look, you can go to my Twitter feed. I've been doing like, I've been posting every halftime show that I get to watch the yeah. week past. A lot of good in, in the halftime entertainment. There's a lot of other things I would have watched <laughs> outside of the skills challenge. 100%, man. 100%. Anyway, good show, man. Just wanted to, you know, wipe the dust off the show a little bit, catch up with the people, man. So to everybody in the chat, hit the thumbs up button for you boys. Short week this week. Um, Knicks in DC and then home against the Pelicans. Al, what's your predictions for the week, man? Two and zero. Simple enough. Simple enough. I'm going two and zero as well, man. I'm going two and zero. The new look Knicks need RJ to bounce back though. That, that's need another, RJ to bounce back. Another key. I think Mitch will be back soon. Yep. Hopefully Saturday. I'll be at the game Saturday. Let's go. Yeah, we'll be at the game Saturday. So Look, man, you, and you're going to have a revenge game for Josh Hart against the Pelicans. Let's not forget that, man. There he, was you go. The, he was in the big trade for Anthony Davis. All right? Yeah. Revenge game right there. Let's go. Knicks have to bounce back against the Wizards after they defeated them on their home court. 2-0. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got smoked. Yeah, man. We got smoked, man. Bradley Beal, Kuzma, those guys. Yeah, we got smoked, man. We, we definitely got to see them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Amazement717 says 22 left. I hope we go at least 12 or 10 to avoid the play. And we're actually one of the best road teams in the East. So I'm cool with a five or six. Shout out Brandon Guest Fight Out Super Chat says, if you were to add any one player in the league to improve this roster, would you prefer an all-star wing or more continuity with a solid starter? A PG-13 versus OG. PG-13. Give me the wing. Give me the Give wing. me like a PG-13. Absolutely. Shout out Greg Gardner. Shout out Nick Cooper. Shout out Kane Marco. Channel member. $10 Super Chat says, don't want to be that guy, but this is LeBron's fault. Stars don't want to do it anymore because of him. Oh, because, oh, dunk contest. So he, so Stephen A came out and saying that today. So Kane Marco's with Stephen A. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. Sure. I mean, we had Jog going on Twitter after Aaron Gordon got robbed. Saying he's not going to do it. Yeah. Because Aaron Gordon got robbed. I don't know if it's right. LeBron James. But it's got to be. You got you to do something to bring bring the actual. I won't say actual. I won't say actual. 
You just got to do something to bring guys from the team. Not that you have to go to the G League. Like, we know we got talent in the G League, but it's supposed to be the NBA dunk contest, man. You also see that yeah. they let him use the G League ball, too? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Ah, it's interesting, man. Uh, Find out Super Chat from the Rhyme Animal Chuck D channel member as well says, Utah should get McClung. He could live there for free. He was twisting the math out of watches on the last dunk. Carl is still trending more than post. Real talk. Shout out to Varpat. Ten out super chat says my suggestion was to change the All Star game to four teams of five and battle it out a tournament style like the Rising Stars game that was actually competitive and make the three point contest the main event. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. Definitely like that. So, um, just a couple quick housekeeping housekeeping items. Remember that the show is available in audio podcast format, man. So no reason to miss it. Catch it on all the major podcast platforms. Uh, uh, shout out to our sponsors, man. Manscaped.com using promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. And go to prizepicks.com. Use promo code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. And athleticgreens.com slash TV. And with your purchase, you'll get a one-year free supply of vitamin D plus five travel packs. All right, Al. Great show, man. See you Friday. Great show, everybody in the chat. Chuck, TM, everybody, all the mods. John Talento, we out of here. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.